the more that I can delegate, that's the degree to which I can grow and frees me up. But then also understanding that delegation creates more impact. So you're able to get higher level work done because you've created more ways to get your strategy, your leadership executed. Hey, it's Nikki Llewellyn Gregory, and you're on Gut Plus Science. You're in for a fast-paced, storytelling, action-item-rich leadership growth experience. I hope you make this podcast a habit. I consider it a leadership mentoring tool. Learning together makes us better together, and that is how we change the world around us. Let's get to it. So we're talking delegation today, something that most of us aspire to be better at, right? When we delegate, we give others an opportunity and we free up time to do our best focusing on where we can make the biggest impact individually. Delegation has been an ongoing learning for me and I feel really good about where my delegation skills are right now, but I know I'm going to learn more today and I'm ready to sharpen. I hope the same for you. Jenna Spencer is the founder and CEO of Assist Pro, a virtual assistant company that lives in this topic area of delegation every single day. So who else better than someone that's doing it all the time? Jenna, welcome. I want to know what keeps people from delegating. Thank you for having me, Nikki. I'm excited to be here today. So at its highest level, and what I see with my clients is that the two main things are really fear and assumptions, which probably sound very different from what you would think about delegating. But as leaders, we are in control of a lot, right? We are leading, we're managing people, we're running a business. And most times the fear element comes in with losing control. So what happens if this doesn't turn out the way that I want? All of the what ifs. But then also on the assumption side, I can only do this. If this is hard for me, how can I ask someone else to do this hard thing? And so there's a lot of fear and assumptions, I find that are the root cause of why leaders hold back from their best version of themselves, which is delegating. Yeah, I would say I've seen that. I've been that. I can remember times as you're giving these scenarios, I'm like, yep, I can remember when I thought I was the best at this. No one else could possibly do it. But it's really challenged me too to say, even when someone else thinks they can't do it, but I can see in them, they have that possibility. I want to say just heartfelt experience to help someone else that you can see has those skills do it and trust them. And something comes alive in them because you're trusting them as well to do it. I think delegation drives engagement. And this show, Gut Plus Science, is all about driving engagement. So just think about it, leaders, for those of you out there that are trying to sharpen, delegation is an engagement tactic. So Jenna, tell us about your journey to learning delegation. What's the background that got you to build a business around this and why it's so important to you and why you spend your time practicing this and teaching others and being a resource for delegation? So it's interesting that you bring up employee engagement because that was my experience. So I'm so passionate about delegation because I started on the receiving delegation side. And I had been in some corporate positions and I moved into the entrepreneurial space, actually as an assistant to two amazing entrepreneurs and business coaches. And they delegated to me at a level that I had never been exposed to before. And it gave me so much responsibility, but so much access to growth 
and responsibility and to help them grow at exponential rates, it instantly grabbed me and like, oh my gosh, look at all this that I'm experiencing and growing from because they're delegating to me. So it was this very interesting experience. It created this opportunity to start a business where I could provide this type of opportunity to, at the time, other women that wanted to experience this type of delegation. So that's where my true desire came from in my journey was I was on the receiving side of amazing delegation and wanted to be able to extend that and help others achieve that both on the giving and receiving side. I love that that story paved the path for you to help others. It really brings something to life for me where I'm just seeing a person stand taller and be more confident because the word that's coming to mind is belief. Like someone believes in me and I'm standing taller because I'm getting more responsibility and I'm trusted and you take more ownership in that. I can see it. I can feel it. I've been around that. Let's keep going. Let's talk about the mindset that you have around delegation that you encourage other leaders to think about taking this mindset. As a visionary, it's all about mindset for me, right? Being in that dreamy headspace. But it's really this saying that one of my clients originally told me about delegation. So to the degree that you can effectively delegate, that's the degree to which you can grow yourself and your business and your people. So the mindset around delegation is the more that I can delegate, that's the degree to which I can grow and freeze me up. So it's really about the exchange and what you're giving, but then what you are receiving in return. But then also understanding that delegation creates more impact. It creates more work. It creates actually an extension of yourself. So you're able to get higher level work done because you've created more ways to get your strategy, your leadership executed. I like that. And let's lean into your visionary self. All of us do this in certain things. Like we think really small and we're like not realizing the bigness of what could be. If we start to apply delegation here, the benefits of delegating, we talked about a person standing taller, belief, but let's really look at that. What do we overlook? about the benefits of delegation, kind of laundry list some of these things for us. Yeah, so as a visionary, there's an idea coming back to the forefront of my mind right now, which is great leaders want great people and effective delegation, it feeds that cycle. So delegation is kind of the key to that. And so really it is employee engagement because I feel like a lot of people, they don't think about that with delegation. If I'm delegating, it becomes about well, what I'm getting, what I'm getting off of my plate and what I'm giving to someone else. But it really creates employee engagement. I think that's the number one thing that's really overlooked because your employees want to feel trusted. They want to feel empowered. They want to have the freedom to grow and to make choices. And obviously within boundaries and within confines that are set. But I think that's the number one overlooked benefit of delegation. It's a thought process, but it's more of the horsepower that delegation creates for you. And it's kind of the momentum that builds. So we think about delegation, we get an exchange of our time. We immediately get time back, but there's actually a momentum that builds and it's time, then it's capacity, and then it's energy. And so I think a lot of times leaders think, I just need this off my plate so I can have more time. But we forget that, well, if we have more time, that gives us the capacity to think at the leadership level that we need to think at to do the big things for our company and in the world. But then it also feeds our energy. So each of those things builds on each other. And so if you're able to exchange your time 
but then grow your capacity, but then also be in a place of exponential energy all the time or 90% of the time. Think about the momentum, the horsepower, and the ripple effect that that creates in the orbit, in the space that you're in. And I think those are the biggest overlooked things of delegation, in my opinion. That's good. Our team went through a process with Clifton Strengths. So some people know it as Strengths Finder. And we have this learning that's a language inside of our company. We spend time in our balcony and not our basement. We all know that we have to do basement work, which for us in the beginning, it was like, you have to take a turn at the dirty diapers, right? Like we all have things we have to do. But the importance is over 80% of our time is in our balcony. And when we're in our balcony, we're energized. So you think about one of the biggest challenges in the world today is burnout. There's certain industries that have that way more than others, but it's because the work that we're doing is not helping us stand taller and all of that. We're not living in our strength space. So I love that you talked about a lot of times we think delegation is time and then time oozes over into capacity and then that capacity and being in our sweet spot of the balcony, we're just energized. We all could probably picture someone when I say that person that we're like, how do they do it all? How do they have the energy? They're always so positive. I'm pretty sure they're a good delegator because they're spending time in their zone. And even just adding to that, some of the things that are overlooked is once you get into the habit of delegating, there's all types of things that you can delegate. So it's all these little other small things with your children, your spouse, your home, where a lot of times we put all these things on ourselves, but that's not the expectation a lot of times. But because we're leaders and we take care of others so often as part of one of our shared core values. It's just interesting how that happens, but there's all kinds of ways that delegation can operate outside of even business. So Jenna, talk to us about the art of delegation. When I say the art of delegation, to me, it's like, there's a system behind this. There's a way, and you have the golden nuggets in there, I know. So tell us more about what that is to you. The art of delegation is a good practice of delegation. Talking about all the things we talked about, if we leaned into the process, it would eliminate a fear. It would eliminate an assumption. It would provide the way. So a lot of times we get stuck on the emotion, but if we lean into the process, it can actually remove the emotional barrier that's there. So I love and created the DASH method. So thinking about delegation as a relay race. So Relay race, we have our particular part in the relay race. We run, we hand it off, but we don't just run up and smash into somebody and just throw the baton at them, right? Or dump and delegate, you know, dump and dash. But we hand it off to them while they're ramping up speed. So there's four elements to the dash method. It's download, it's ask, shadow, and handoff. And so wherever you are as a leader and however slow or fast you want to move with delegation, this process is customizable to how you need to move and how your delegation needs to look. So basically downloading, why is this important to you? What needs to happen? Getting in the headspace of if this goes successfully, like what does that look like? What is it that I want? I recommend delegating three new things at a time, no more than that. But download for this item to be successfully delegated, this has to happen. Then asking, we can't expect someone to read our minds. So talk, collaborate with the person you're going to talk with or have them do this work and then ask them and get them to outline what is the first round of to-dos. Then we naturally move into more of a shadowing phase where we are transferring this over to them. They are kind of doing it, but we're watching, we're not releasing. And then the handoff is, hey, they're doing it great. 
we both feel comfortable. We both know the confines of how this needs to work, how we both need this process to run. And now somebody else owns this, have it delegated to them. I don't have to keep that brain space in my mind anymore to continually ask someone to do a micro item for me. Oh, I love that. The dash method. Okay, I'm capturing those notes and we're going to have that in our show notes for those of you that want to be able to have a little cheat sheet there. Thank you so much. And I know, Jenna, when we talked before, you had said something about delegating ownership versus tasks. And we wanted to talk about that. Can you remind me about that? So in thinking about handoff as the dash method, you're handing something off to someone that's their responsibility. So a few things that people really struggle with with delegation is I could just do it faster myself. It's harder to pass it off than it is to just do it myself. And a lot of times that's because we're delegating tasks instead of responsibilities. So if we're asking someone to do a one-time thing for us, what happens the next time that one-time thing has to be done? We have to remember, oh, that has to be done. And then we still have to ask for that to be done. So if you're delegating tasks, that statement is true for you. It probably is faster if you do it yourself because every single time it comes up, you've got to ask somebody to do it. So responsibilities is kind of an umbrella over tasks. So for example, you travel with work. So instead of every time you have a trip, asking someone to look at flights for you, which you, the leader, still have to remember every time you have a trip, you say, hey, I want you to manage all my travel. Let's figure out a process. The 15th of the month, I want all my travel options for the following month. We'll go through it, set it. But it's your responsibility to look at it, to hear it, to know my preferences, to send it back to me, and then we select it. So now I know that someone else that has my travel on the 15th of the month, they're going to bring it to me and we set everything for the next month. So now I don't have to remember. And so that's the important piece of it is when you delegate the responsibility, you're removing the brain space. You don't have to remember to continually ask someone to do the thing. I really love that. A lot of times I talk about as a negative, just checking the box. If you're just checking the box, you're just doing what needs done. It's like minimal. Half the time, you don't even remember what you did because you weren't engaged in it. And so I love this because it's going right in alignment with the overlooked outcome of delegation is engagement. And when people have ownership, they're more engaged, much more than just like, I'm going to give you a laundry list of tasks regularly because you're still having to do all the work to tell them what to do. I really love that. That's a good takeaway for me to sharpen up. I'm grateful for that. And then you also talked about the other note I had was around the three P's, which are these three key practices. Can you remind me of what you had shared there? Yeah. So it's really simple. Just have a plan, implement a delegation process. I would love if you use the DASH method. Let me know what you think about it. But plan, process, and practice. Your delegation practice changes over time because what I want people to understand is it's not just, I'm going to delegate these things and that's great. The more you grow, the more you need to delegate and the more your delegation practice changes. So plan, follow a process and practice, practice, practice. I love that. So if I remember right, you are big into EOS. So talk about where, for those that are listening that are familiar with EOS, how this intersects really well with the EOS model and just examples of how that comes up, because I think that that's really intertwined. You're an EOS master, also delegation, and then your business is helping people to delegate by bringing in awesome new team members that do this well with them. Kind of talk about how all that comes together. So EOS... I have so much love for EOS. We service a large part of their community. And so 
We've implemented EOS into our company. We know the EOS model and all that. In EOS, you learn when you're implementing that one of the five leadership abilities is to effectively delegate. And EOS also has delegation tools. They have the delegate and elevate tool, which is a phenomenal tool. You can get access to the tools on their website. Highly recommend you check that out, eosworldwide.com. And so one of the very first sessions that you do as a leadership team with EOS is learn about the five leadership abilities, the ability to effectively delegate and go through the delegate and elevate exercise. And so that's exactly it. You delegate to elevate. And so with EOS, I have learned that I can get what I want from my business by having a healthy team and having my clear vision and getting traction. And so getting traction, you have to be able to delegate because you can't do it all. If you're saying yes to doing all the execution things, you know you shouldn't. Well, every time you say yes to one thing, you're saying no to something else. Or every time we say no, we have more room for our yes. I like that one too. Yes, I like that one. So, hey, Jenna, before we head over to our lightning round, which is our fun little time to learn more about the personal side of you, just help our listeners understand why they might want to reach out to Assist Pro. So Assist Pro, obviously, we're passionate about delegation. We're also passionate about helping leaders find their assistant. And so talking about to the degree that you can delegate, you know, that's the degree you can grow, but also having a great extension of yourself. We believe that a great executive assistant is the perfect right hand for every leader. You know, that's why lots of big, long-time, lifelong entrepreneurs have had assistance with them for so long because they can get so much more done. So for us, we're very passionate about helping leaders find their person, find their assistant. So we do sourcing. We also do training and onboarding, helping you get up and running and send you on your way. And then we also have community so that assistants that want to grow, learn new skill sets, they're plugged into a community of like-minded assistants that are constantly growing alongside of their entrepreneurs. We have a lot of clients and assistants that are still together eight years later, and those assistants help those clients do all kinds of things, write books, launch podcasts, because they know their clients. So no matter what they do, that assistant can still support them in anything. And that's just what I'm super passionate about. That's so great. And just reminding everyone of the power of having a partner in your business life that is like your yin to your yang. When you've got this person that play off of your challenges, you play to your strengths with each other. I honestly don't know how I could do it without having an assistant. It's a total game changer. And so I want to continue to learn more about your company. And I wanted to put that out there because I feel like it's one of the most popular dreams of people is to find that person, that right-hand person. And so if you're somebody that is looking for that, I encourage you to learn more about Assist Pro as well. We'll link out to them. And then Jenna will be giving her best way to connect here in just a couple minutes. We're going to take a quick break, hear from our sponsor message today, and then we'll come back to our lightning round where we'll get to learn a little bit more about the personal side of Jenna. We'll be right back. Work Human is the pioneer of employee recognition and their podcast, How We Work, highlights everything that shapes the employee experience and what leaders can do right now to change it for the better. If you are leading meaningful work experiences for others, this show is a must. Subscribe to How We Work anywhere you listen to podcasts. And after you listen in, I want to know your takeaways. All right, we're back on Gut Plus Science. Had a fabulous conversation today about delegation with Jenna Spencer. Jenna, we're going to turn the tables here and talk about something other than delegation. So 
I want to hear because we ask every single guest on the show their favorite book of all time or favorite recent read. Well, my book goes kind of into both categories, but it's Atomic Habits. Obviously, people probably mentioned that book already, but it's the micro habits, the micro changes you can make that impacts that big picture. It's my favorite book as well. So I felt like a connection with you since I met you. And I'm like, oh, okay. If that is the one book that you pick, I feel like I reference that book all the time. I feel like it's something you could read every year. Just keep reading it. It's just always going to find new opportunities to help you. How about, Jenna, something uncommon about you that you've experienced in life? Most people, not the majority, have experienced this that you'd like to share. I grew up in a very rural area and I was homeschooled from fourth grade on. And I think that just gave me the opportunity to be really creative in my education, my learning style, the way that I think. My mom was just a very independent thinker and it was just very different. Oh, that's cool. Thank you for sharing that. And then we've kind of been on this theme lately. I feel like I just want to keep it going all forever. It's around gratitude for the times that suck, the crummy things that then later down the road you see it was a gift because everyone is listening right now and going through something might not be the worst thing ever at this point, but they have been or they're going to be. And just to know that like through those things, there is a light on the other side. When you think of a life experience for you that was crummy at the time, but you look back and it's really shaped you and you're grateful for it, what comes to mind? So my dad suffered a traumatic head injury when I was 12 years old. And that really just was a total upheaval in our personal life. And really, he was kind of a different person after that. And so that was a very, very hard experience to go through when I was going through so much change as a preteen and teenager. But that has helped me in my adult life so much because I believe I have so much resilience and I have the ability to know that if things are not okay right now, that doesn't mean that they're not going to be okay forever. And to just adapt and to find the best in every situation. So I do believe now that there are gifts that came from that at the end of things. So. Yeah. And just the perspective that you shared is just inspiring. So thank you for that. And finally, what's the best way for people to connect after this show if they want to just talk to you about something you shared or learn more about Assist Pro or whatever? Connect with me on LinkedIn. So find me on LinkedIn. I am there. You can also check out our website, assistpro.com. Would love to connect, share any resources and help in any way that I can. Jenna Spencer, thank you so much for joining the show today. I picked up so many tips and new ways of thinking about delegation. Here's my truth you can act on. Number one, fear and assumptions are what hold us back from delegating. We fear losing control or we have assumptions that others can't do it like we do. It's so important to understand what is it that is the blocker and overcoming the blocker. So overcoming fear and assumptions to go delegate more. Number two, delegation is an employee engagement tactic. Delegation gives someone a sense of responsibility and it breeds trust and confidence, among many other things. Number three, to the degree in which we effectively delegate is the degree in which we grow. Number four, delegation gives us time and then more capacity and then more energy. They all build on each other. So we delegate, 
we gain more time, we get more capacity, and then our energy for other things opens up. Number five, the DASH method. It's a process for delegation. Download, ask, shadow, handoff. So we delegate no more than three things at a time, get clear on what those are, ask the other person to repeat back and explain, show them, model the way, and hand them off for ownership and trust that they are going to crush it. Jenna, thank you so much. We need you back for more episodes on delegation. So important and such a growth-oriented strategy and tactic. Thank you. We just left the world a little bit better. Now, go do something with it.